Hello and welcome to Movie Autopsy. My name is Paul Culliver. My co-host is Anthony McCormack. You're going to hear from him in a second. Now, every so often on Movie Autopsy, we don't autopsy a movie. We autopsy some trailers. And gosh, there are some big films coming out in 2015. This episode was originally published as an episode of my daily podcast, Bath Time. The trailer we're dissecting today is... Star Wars The Force Awakens. We have now been living with the Star Wars trailer in our lives for approximately 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is coming out of uh, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. And I think Star Wars, we can all rightly say, is the most politically fascinating (laughs) thing that's happening uh, today. Uh, yeah, we are also, uh, we haven't really talked about it on the show, there's also a, Victor- the, a Victorian state election happening today. I don't care. I want to hear, I mean, should we give a spoiler warning for a teaser trailer? Is Who that is listening overkill? to this that hasn't already seen the trailer? What did you think of the trailer? Um, I remember, so i, I got to be honest, I was actually at a dance uh, night called Finishing School. Um, and, uh, and one of the people that works there is Nick Cadet. I think that's how I say his surname. And he's also on a podcast called Empire of Enthusiasts. And that's quite like a nerdy kind of podcast. That's the whole point. Uh, and so I actually ran up to him when it came out because I had a Twitter notification set up and I showed him like, it won't load. It won't load. He's like, yep, cool. Good, Paul. That's great. And then, <laughs> and then half an hour later, I tried it again. Uh, and it loaded up, and I like ran out, and I had like the green screen, like the motion picture thing, like on my iPhone. And I like shoved it in his face, and then ran out the door, <laughs> and then like watched it, like just down, you know, just away from the the, the dance room, uh, away from the music. So I watched it once, but like not being able to hear it properly. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again, like when I got home. Uh, but I, I ran back into the dance hall, like and I was like playing a song I wanted to hear, and I was like running in and just kind of gave him a a a, a, a um. A drive-by thumbs up. <laughs> I'm just running past me like, yep, it's good. And then I, and then I revised it in, the, in half a second. I went, yep, it's good. And then I went, eh, so-so. <laughs> and I just kept running into the into the dance pit. Oh, wow. Um, and that was my experience of Star Wars. I'll always remember. The, do you remember the where you were when you saw, saw the Star Wars trailer? And so what's his name? Nick? Okay, Nick Gaday. Nick Gaday. <laughs> no, Gaday. C a double d a y e. I want to hear what his experience of it was because it sounds to me like his experience is <laughs> you running up to him saying, "Hey," and then running away and then running, but hey, running away, yeah, <laughs> shoving uh, things in his face. And- well, I guess for his side of it, probably listen to Empire of Enthusiasts, the next episode that'll come out. I'm sure I'll feature highly. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure his experience of the trailer will. I my, my uh, involvement it will will be. Uh, in, in inextricably woven, interwoven with his story. <laughs> he gave me a thumbs up and I thought, ooh, what a lame But then he cooled down a bit and said, ooh, so-so, and I thought, wow, what a cool guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a cool, disaffected... <laughs> uh, let's just ignore everything that's happened in the last five minutes <laughs> and just go by. So, uh, no, I, I liked it, but, oh, it's 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 the teaseriest of teasers. Isn't it just... It's, it's like a to-be-continued, like when you're watching a show on TV... And you realise, you know, the no one uses watches anymore, but the like your iPhone or whatever is telling you, or your Samsung or your what your timekeeping device 
<laughs> you, you see that you're running out of time before the end of the show and you're saying they're not going to wrap this up in time. I smell a to be continued coming up and, and, and in the trailer and it gets to a certain point and I'm so excited and everything's so tense and I look at the little runner bar down the bottom and it's like nearly at the end and I'm like, you're kidding me. You're kidding me. <laughs> I want more and yeah, I haven't yeah. even finished the trailer it's yet. It's totally one of those things where you know how long the trailer is. And you're like, because that's got about three seconds of black at the end as well. Yeah. And so I was like, very often these days, well, maybe even back in the day, they'd have the, the titles and then they'd have a little bit of a no, 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 no thing at the end. And they didn't, they didn't do that. Nah. They didn't just have like the lights coming up on like a new Darth Vader suit or something. Which, so glad. So you, okay. So you don't, you don't want Darth Vader to be in this. He should be dead. Um, oh, you know, I, I'd be open to the, uh, like, I wouldn't necessarily, if they put out a photo of Darth, you know, tomorrow, I wouldn't necessarily say, it's all over, oh my god, it's terrible, but I, I am enjoying the idea that we're going into heretofore uncharted territory. I, well, you know what, we talked yesterday about the fan-made trailer that I watched, and watching that, because I was, because the thing was, I was watching that as if it was the real one. And so I inferred from it that actually Luke goes to the dark side. Mm. Like that's the, so he's actually the new Sith Lord. Well, there is some, uh, and there is a, there's a massive wild theories going out there and, and people are noting that even though the empire, the, the emperor, I should say, not the empire itself, but the emperor goes down at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. Spoiler warning for anyone who hasn't seen Return of the Jedi. Uh, but a lot of people are saying, well, you, the Imperials are still there and the Rebels are still there. And there are all these mad theories about, yeah, but what if, like, the Rebels are using the Imperials, like, technology now that they... And, and what if they have become the new Imperials? And what what if the Rebels in this movie, they weren't even the Rebels from the first trilogy, but they And, I, I mean, it gets ridiculous wow. after a while. Yeah, is it is it is it a whole new story and how much carryover? I mean, the fact that we have the Millennium Falcon and and uh, Falcon Falcon yep. and uh, Han Solo in there, we've got Leia. Uh, yeah, and Luke is back. Luke they're, is back. So they're all back. Yep. Uh, we don't know if Chewie. Do we know if Chewie's back? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if there's been an official. Yeah, I think that maybe that's their kind of ace up the sleeve, I reckon. Oh. Like, they will. Because there's a thing. And, and Lando. Do we know if Lando's back? Yeah. But Chewbacca is the only, like, of the kind of you'd call core cast. Yeah, you put Lando in there. You reckon? <laughs> Lando's kind of like when you go to school and your parents are like, do you want to play with Lando? <laughs> <laughs> Lando is good too, don't you think? Uh... I'm trying to remember the movies enough. Is Lando that? He's not that integral to that. I mean, Lando he is. blew up a Death Star. Yeah, but he's much. not. Yeah, okay, fine. So <laughs> fine, I'll include. I'll bring Lando to, you know, show and tell. Um, <laughs> but you assume if the Millennium Falcon is there, they've got to have Chewie. Yeah, but they haven't said anything. Well, yeah. yeah, I hope it's not. Who gonna played Chewie? Was it uh, the same person throughout? Peter Mayhew, and I believe he came back for number three. Even though, when I say number three, I mean the uh, Attack the, of the Clones. That's number two in Clone all Wars? sense of the word. Uh, Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> where Sith is just so. Oh, is that the name of it? That oh my god, I can't even remember. Wow, wow, that's good. That's <laughs> you. You've taken your first step into the larger world. <laughs> Well, oh, man. I, I, what gets me so, uh, you know, if I can use the slang term, juiced, 
for this trailer is that, um, and I think the dark side to a certain extent is really like sexy. And, yeah. And in all of the, you know, there's lots of video games, there's lots of TV shows, there's lots of, you know, novels. I've never gone that side of things. Um, but it seems to me like if you want to make a good Star Wars story, like a, you know, if we, you want to bring the kids in, you got to lather on the dark side. Like it's a dark side in a jar and you dig the knife in and, and that's more, would you like some bread? with your dark side toast. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you lather that, or you second coat, third coat. There's so <laughs> much dark side on there. But what I really liked about this trailer, and it was really short, is it's kind of, it starts off, you know, re- and, and you see, like, your minor characters, which is, which is well, well, this is the thing, is that they're probably major characters in the plot, but they're, my, you know, a stormtrooper, a yeah. pilot, you know, kind of. Yeah, thing. yeah. Cogs in the big military wheel. But then, right, what they build up to isn't some incredible dark side moment. Like, it's a dark, scary voice talking, uh, you know, oh, dark side's awake, dark side's something, awake. Something, something, dark side. Yeah, but then right at the end, the, the, where, where it all hits you is like, oh, and uh, yeah, I, I guess the light side too. Like, that's when it starts. <laughs> it's kind of like, it, it's almost like a, like a tacit promise. JJ giving you a wink and saying, if you think the dark side's cool, wait till you see what I'm going to do with the light side. Yeah, it's yeah. It's going to be sexy, mofos. So just a, how many Jedis were left at the end of Return of the Jedi? I'm pretty sure it was, uh, it was the one. Just Luke. I, with, Leia had Jedi potential. Yeah. Um, but this is, have you ever seen uh, 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 core, the, well, firstly, there's Avatar. The Last Airbender. Have you ever seen that one? No. And it, it had a sequel series, which was uh, The Adventures of Korra, who is... Uh, it's basically a story about, like, uh, these four different clans of people, and, mm. and, and they are elemental people. Right. So, for example, there's fire people, and they just make fire happen. Okay. Or, you know, I'd love a piece of toast. Earth, wind, yeah, fire. Yeah. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But the thing is, if you do the fire thing, you can't do the water thing. Like, fire is your thing. Right. Uh, but there's one person born once in a generation. It's kind of like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Like, they, <laughs> to every generation, there's a Slayer. And, and, and this, uh, this person can do all four, right? And they're called the Avatar. Oh. And this story was made into a movie by M. Night Shyamalan. And avoid that at all costs. It's a terrible movie. Mm. Uh, bless the hearts of everyone who, who, you know, this show is like an incredible show. So incredible that they made a sequel series to it. Uh, and, and there are kind of echoes in in terms of what is happening in the adventures of Korra Mm. and, and what could conceivably happen in this Star Wars thing. In terms of you have a Jedi population that's been decimated. And, uh, and and there's a there's a storyline if you're following along. I mean, you might not be Paul, but if people who are out there who are listening and and as well, I I couldn't recommend enough that you get on to Avatar: The The Last Airbender, which is the first series. And that'll t- that'll like I mean, we've got a year until the new Star so Wars what movie is the, comes. What out. is the similarities? Well, essentially, it's a genocide that's that's happened because. Uh, 
Okay. In other words, if you're last, there's a sequence that happens. In, right. The last Airbender. Yeah. That's kind of the whole point. Exactly. So yeah. there's a there's a genocide that happens where like the the fire people are like, well, we think we're going to run the world, right? And 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 we're going to get rid of this avatar who's the only person that's keeping us in line. And and there's going to be a new avatar. They're born in a new and 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 because of the sequence, you know, the water and then earth and then and then fire. Whatever the sequence is, I can't remember. But uh, it, the next avatar is going to be an airbender. Mm. So they're like, well, I tell you, there's an easy solution to our problems. I think you've guessed it, Paul. I think you've guessed what it is. Let's just wipe out the entire nation of airbending people. Right. Um, doesn't go so well for the... Fo- or does it? You know, ending in, in up in the air, don't know. It, it doesn't. Um, so the, uh, Cora, what's happened is, is, is like, um, a really tiny, tiny, tiny air bending nation, mm. which is also as well, if you're listening to this in England, I don't think they called it the last airbender. I think they called it something different because benders in England, it's a, it's a whole different <laughs> thing. So, um, yeah. So, so it was a very small nation cause the population had been genocided much like the Jedi's. And uh, it, you see, if, you, if you'd seen the show, this would have been a much smaller explanation. But that, that is fine. <laughs> that's fine. I'll, you know, I'll carry this on. Uh, and, um, and, and that's what I feel we might be heading towards, where you've got the cranky voice in this Star Wars trailer saying, I feel something awakening. And it, it 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 kind of brings back this what what's been happening on this this uh, Nickelodeon show, uh, where there's been a, a resurgence, if you will, nature nature life found a way. In in the words, yeah. Of Jeff so obviously Goldman. there's gonna be there's gonna be, have to be more Jedi's. Yeah. So it's gonna like the obvious thing would be like Luke set up a school and taught all these little Jedi's, uh, which I think happens in novels. Mm, in like okay. the expanded universe, the EU. Yeah, well, whatever. that's how we have to assume. And then and then there's just some Sith out there after all, or maybe just some of the, you know, some of the people that Luke trained become Sith. Which I, like, the Sith thing, is that from the prequels specifically? Like, I know um, the the word might have been bandied about, but this is the thing with George Lucas is that he always had this thing of like, oh, it was a plan all along. Mm. And you go, oh, well, really? Because there's a date on the top of these notes, George, and <laughs> it's last Tuesday. So I think you're telling Porky Pies. Right. Where I, so, but to me, like, I don't understand how Jedi and Sith have to be different cultures, different clans, different, because to me, like, a, a Sith is just a Jedi that's gone a bit wrong. Or, mm. or, or not even, you know, who, who says, I'm going to, take these amazing things I can do, and it's just going to be for me now. I'm a bit selfish. I'm, you know, I want to rule the world. I don't understand why it then has to become some sort of... I mean, I can understand a bunch of people getting together and saying, let's all talk about how much we all want to rule the world together. Yeah, I don't know. It says... I mean, this is uh, from the the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the uh, term Sith originally referred to a species of alien Sith. I don't know what canon this comes from. Yeah. Um, or what, what books or what sources. But the term Sith originally referred to a species of aliens native to the planets Korriban and Zeost. 
We all know them. Uh, who were later enslaved and ruled by exiled Dark Jedi from the Galactic Republic. See, I mean, Dark Jedi. That, to- that yeah. speaks to me. I get that. But yeah, it's yeah. bringing in this whole Sith thing. It's like you got to buy the Sith action figure. you got to buy the Sith Academy playset. <laughs> like, like, that's... I, I don't get Sith. Yeah. yeah. So, well, because it's the whole thing of it was meant to be... There's always a, a one... A, the Sith Master and the Sith Apprentice. So, that's maintained throughout the series. So, you have Darth Maul and um, Emperor Palpatine. That's right. It's like a mystery of who the... Uh, the master is, and it's Emperor Palpatine, or Senator Palpatine at the time. Yeah. And then it loses Darth Maul, and then it's... Is it... No, no Mace Windu's a good one. Uh, who's the... Who are the Sith are in 2 and 3? The, uh, I don't even remember. D- da- now, I... Darth Tyrannus or Tyrannus? Oh, yeah. Count okay. Dooku. Count Dooku! Count Dooku. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and, that's and then it. he takes on uh, Anakin, yeah. I tell you what, there's a fantastic series... Uh, at the, I, I haven't seen the 3D Clone Wars, mm. though, though that does get good reviews. But um, there's like a 2D Clone Wars, and it's just a really small, tight little, like the episodes are something like five minutes long, and that's it. But it's the same guy that did uh, the Powerpuff Girls, uh, Samurai Jack, Dexter's, li- Dexter's Library, Dexter's uh, Laboratory, um, his name is something like Jendi Tartofsky. There are lots of N's in it, so you got to say Jen. But he, like, he's incredible. He, he's an animator of of some incredible genius, which is interesting because J.J. Uh, Abrams, who's doing this Star Wars movie, at one stage was attached to do a Samurai Jack movie with Jendi Tartofsky, who did. Clone Wars. Yeah, well, he did the 2D Clone Wars. And this, this series is incredible. Like, all of the things that you, you might not have enjoyed about the prequels, check out this. Because it's a real, like, you could smash out the entire series in maybe a half an hour because they're so short. Yeah. And it, it's all these things, like Mace Windu, um, Samuel L. Jackson in the movies, and he doesn't really get a lot of uh, moments mm. to be a... a, a you know what it says on his wallet. You know what I'm saying. He doesn't get a chance to be a really badass. Yeah, yeah. In this series, there's an entire episode that's devoted to him, and he's battling like this huge, gigantic army of robots. And it's like this is going to be the most bo- like you're used to it seeing in the prequels. This is going to be so boring. The Jedi are all powerful. He's going to spend like ten minutes like destroying all these robots one by one. Yawn. You know, I'm so yeah. bored already. And you see, you see him just go through these pairs, and you went, wow. And then he loses his lightsaber, and he doesn't even care. He just starts smashing them with his force powers, oh. and you're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, man. Okay, like, like yeah, there's, I think, what's his name? Uh, Grievous. General Grievous in the movies is like, <coughs> like the whole time. He's coughing. Mm. But in, in this animated series, you actually see Mace Windu just like, I'm going to crush your body with my hand, <laughs> right? It's just, it's so badass. Everything that that's badass that it wasn't in the prequels is in that. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I should check that out. So let's actually talk about the trailer, shall oh, we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing, yeah. Uh, so we open up uh, on the desert shot with... 
Now, this thing, we don't know who's talking, and you were saying, it was interesting, we watched it on YouTube just then, mm-hmm. and it came up with all the panels of other videos to watch, and it had a whole lot of related videos. It was like four of them were Benedict Cumberbatch, which yeah. you pointed out. And you were saying that a lot, there's been a lot of talk on the internet that they think that voice is Benedict Cumberbatch, yeah. which would make sense given the J.J. Abrams connection with the Star Trek sequel. Oh, of course. Into Darkness. Well, and, and he was like, you know, a lot of people saying, are you going to be in it? Are you going to be in it? And he was like, unqualified. Un- unqualified or qualified, mm. whatever the definite article is, no. Yeah, right. And and this trailer came out and said, "Oh, you're not going to be in it, are you, Cumberbatch? Well, here's your voice right here, kind of. Right. Like, because I listened to it and I thought that's that's got to be Cumberbatch, right? And I, I searched Benedict Cumberbatch Star Wars trailer, and sure enough, it all comes up. You know, people going, "That's uh, that's Benedict Cumberbatch, right? <laughs> Apparently, it's Andy Circus, right?" Which is even more, uh, you know, Benedict's very awesome. He's a wonderful man. But uh, Andy Serkis, that's even more exciting in yeah. my books. Because who we knew was going to be in it. Yeah. Which is going to be in our live action role for him, which is kind of weird, as far as we know. Well, that's that's pro- that's why it's so exciting. Oh, he's got to be, like, he's got to be like a Sith Lord or something. I who know. So. Oh. Oh. Evil, oh. evil Andy. I remember this. <laughs> Darth Circus. I rem- there was some story that I was reading, uh, the uh, Matt Reeves who did the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, mm. um, and he was showing J.J. Abrams the, uh, you know, the behind the scenes, so it wasn't yeah. a computer generated. Apes. It was like the actual live action of recording Andy. of Andy exactly. performing. And and J.J. is just staring into it saying, wow, that Andy is such a good actor, and Matt's like, I know, right? <laughs> And Matt wakes up the very next morning and, and, you know, gets his milk from the front doorstep in his paper and he, he folds out the paper and the front headline is Andy Circus cast in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So we've got uh, the Andy Circus voiceover and then uh, John Boyega, which I think is how you say his name, uh, in a Stormtrooper clothing, mm-hmm. uniform, but without the helmet. Yeah. Sits bolt upright. Well, we think he's sitting, or at least he just gets up and pops up into a frame, sweating. Uh, and it's the thing where there is a, there, isn't there a point where Luke actually puts on Stormtrooper gear? Yeah, to, the, to, yep. So we don't know if he is actually a Stormtrooper, because I don't know if we've ever seen a Stormtrooper unmasked, have we? Potentially not. Like, almost to the point where I wasn't even sure if they were humans or if they're just... Or they're clones, aren't they? That's the yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's supposedly be... in the prequels, they're, they're all clones of... Um, oh, pardon me, Boba Fett's father. Or you could just say Boba Fett because Boba Fett is himself a clone of Whoa. Boba Fett's father. I know. Uh, oh, so is that why his, his bounty hunter uniform looks a little bit like a stormtrooper? Is that kind of the idea? I believe so. Yeah, I that's think that's cool. what they were going for. That's very cool. Um, so so I, we don't know if he's a stormtrooper or if he's a, like a rebel dressed up as a stormtrooper. Yeah. Although like, there's a lot of talk that... Um, that he, he well, I mean, at this stage, because this is after Return of the Jedi, so conscription would have gone on, and and the original clone army has probably died off. Yeah, at this stage. yeah. So at this point, stormtroopers will be different heights and such. Yeah. Now. Um, I think there was actually a casting call for like, wasn't there a casting call for like stormtroopers? It was like a specific height range or something. Um, I don't know. I, maybe I'm making that up. Uh, so we see him sweating. There's really nothing much to read into that except for. We're guessing back on Tatooine. And what a great scare chord 
Mm. Like, did that take you by surprise when that happened? Yeah, it's great because it's like, oh, landscape shot, landscape shot. Ah! (laughs) That's a person. Oh, God. You're sweating in the desert. Um, The first three or four times I watched this, I knew it was coming. And it still scared the hell out of me. I mean, it's a great shot because you just like, you don't know. Is it Stormtrooper? Is he friend? Is he foe? Mm. How it seems like he's pretty screwed. He's sweating the hell out of, and he's on the desert. What's going on? Has he just been dropped off? Has he woken up? Yeah. What's happened? Is there a crash? What's really great about that first movie, which is just called Star Wars, and that's it, is um, New Hope. It's kind of come out of this idea of, and you can go back into the mythology and what George was thinking at the time when he wrote it. Or at least what he decided later that he was thinking at the time. <laughs> um, it was the entire thing was meant to be told through the eyes of, you know, it's this great gigantic intergalactic war, but it's told through the eyes of the two least important characters, which is the R two D two and the C three PO, the droids. Um, so it's interesting to me to start this trailer off with a. Desert landscape, so we're back on Tatooine, as well as this guy in a stormtrooper outfit who's, you know, the stormtroopers themselves have never been a pivotal, you know, player in the... They're basically cannon fodder. Yeah. And to see him unmasked and he's a person and everything, oh, it's exciting. And then we see uh, a droid rolling along. Yeah. That's a pretty cool little, like, it's like a spherical and with a little R2-D2-ish head rolling around. Is it me or does it kind of look like he turns and looks directly down the camera to us? Yeah, and they're like, oh, take it again. The droid looked down the camera. (laughs) How am I looking? R2-D3, come on. How many times have we told you? Uh, You're not presenting TV. Um... (laughs) I, I, I kind of look at it as, a, as if it's an R2-D2, like it's R2-D2's son. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's how I feel about it, but who knows. Or R2-D2's had upgrades. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to do that. Probably not. I think they'll get in trouble. But it'd be hard to fit Kenny Baker into a little round. This is what we're trying to figure out, is yeah. that this guy who's now 80 has played R2-D2 in all six movies. He's back again, but you're saying R2-D2 is CG in the in the prequels. Is he a, a, a lot of R two D two is CG right. in the prequels? Like, there's a whole slapstick sequence at the start of Revenge of the Sith, where he has he has jets, and and he can fly, and he spills oil all over the floor, and then he flies up and sets fire to the oil with his jets. <laughs> it's it's, and you say to yourself, "Geez, that Kenny Baker is a brilliant actor." I have no idea. <laughs> Back in the 70s, it was hard just to wobble, but now he is really kicking field goals. I don't, so I don't know how he does it, but I guess we'll find out in behind the scenes and all sorts of things. How much is he get, like, is this 80-year-old guy actually fitting into the R2-D2 suit again? I know? get excited about what he's going to do this time around, because prequels-wise, I did get a sense that they didn't necessarily need... Like, can we get you to come in and wear this really uncomfortable suit and just do a little bit of a wiggle? Okay, go home. We're going to do the rest in the computer. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, now we're going to put you in a bowl <laughs> and roll you along the desert. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> you looked at the camera again. <laughs> Kenny. Stop looking at the camera. You're a veteran. You should know uh, this by now. Uh, and then we see uh, one of the pods. Do we only ever? Do we only ever see like the pod racing that like that was introduced with the the uh, Phantom one. Menace yeah. number yep. one? 
So we see some more pods uh, with Daisy Ridley uh, as the pilot. Uh, and she looks like she's um she's almost like um uh I was trying to say Paul Revere um uh, who's the <laughs> or uh, is it Hermes who's the you know the marathon runner yeah she's uh, looking very David Crockettish yeah da- Davy Crockett like she's like she looks like she's got a message to deliver she's got Indiana Jones esque kind of business yeah she is certainly a uh, Montana. I think we're talking about two different things, but that's okay. I'm just picking names. Right. I, oh, okay. Uh, for me, it was it was like like she was the person that went to deliver a message. She's like yeah. got a message, a, deliver an urgent message. Because I'm trying. Who is the who is it in Greek uh, fiction that the the marathon is like named? Is it maybe it's named after him? Oh. The person that runs the the length of a marathon to deliver the news that like Troy is being. I'm getting this all wrong. All Greek, like classical students, uh, are yelling at me right now. That's a great story, though, because I mean, why would you run that far and then you'd like, I bring bad news. We're all about to die. Yeah, that's you could have just sat the story. down and yeah. Uh, and then my the more recent story is Paul Revere, which is yeah. he is that he, the two if I see thing. Uh, may I don't know what he actually said, but he's the guy well, like in the America. Yeah. I think he notified that the English were coming. Yeah, right. I think that's what it was. So he, but did he run? Did he ride some sort of floating speeder bike? Uh, yeah, yeah. He had a pod racer. What was really interesting... Is that, is that what they called pod racers? Or pod... Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Chris Pine in the first Star Trek reboot movie, and he has a motorcycle, and they made it look all futuristic by, uh, in post, removing the spokes. Oh... Um, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, it was a, one of those things where uh, it was good computer generated. It was good CG, but you could tell visually, well, that has to be, you know, CG. So it was good. Like, the, at no point did you say, oh, that's so hokey and lame, whatever. You're like, oh, that is kind of... I was impressed that, you know, in a Star Wars universe, which is arguably more kind of pie in the sky than a Star Trek universe, that bike... And it, it's got a huge ass front in it as well. That is like some a huge ass front. Yeah, baby got front on that. <laughs> that, but that to me almost looked more. Uh, I, I want to pick a word out of the sky: practical than a motorbike that had these, you know, big wheels that didn't connect. You think the pod might be real? Well, in in the sense of like it. it I, I, I like it looks visually believable. Like, yeah, that's cool. It's it's hard to put a language on this visual effects sort of business, but yes. I look at that and I say that's exciting. Yeah, it's very cool. Uh, and then we see some X wings, uh, which of course Luke famously flew, flew, and uh, crashed and crashed and blew up a Death Star with. Yeah, oh, he's good. So the X wing is that is that uh, significant of that that is the rebels like X wing uh, specifically of the rebels or is that stolen technology from the Empire? Like what does that tell us? Mm, that's a good question. I'm sure actual geeks would would know like people who go through all these you know expanded universe books and 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 handbooks and textbooks and blueprints and mm. they'd all be able to tell you. But... Well, because that but they're being chased by. Oh no! Sorry, it's the Millennium Falcon later on that's being chased by the like the Tie the... Fighters. Yeah, yeah. True. So you'd assume the X the X X Wings are actually Rebel, or at least they're maybe um they're not they're not from the Empire. So you, let's assume that's got to be the the Rebels or whoever the Rebels yeah. are now, the well, good people. Well, what's exciting is that things seem to have taken an upgrade. 
and and in a believable way. Mm. And, you know, the stormtroopers, their uniform is a little bit different now. Like they've got the the eye mask thing, and and there's a bit more visible on the mask, yep. and and their guns look more high tech somehow. And 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 uh, and and, and uh, some people were talking about these X wings. There's something that they can do with their wings where they make one wing or whatever. I I haven't spotted that. I don't know what they're right. talking about. But it's kind of like the Star Wars that you know and love, but you're not chained in by the prequel prequelitis anymore. You know, you you can't inv- you're allowed to invent things mm. that didn't exist in the previous movies. Yeah, that's very cool. And then uh, I think probably my favorite shot. Well, it's almost like these shots are escalating. Like shot yeah. after shot gets yep. better and better. Because then we see this this hooded figure walking in the woods, uh, and then I think uh, I don't know if people caught. I didn't catch this till like the third watch. Is that it's actually he stops very abruptly. It's not just him walking along and then he starts the lightsaber. He actually stops very abruptly, as if he sensed something, Ooh. and the lightsaber comes out. So it's not just him going blah 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 blah. Time to get the lightsaber out. It's like he sensed something. He goes ooh, and then <laughs> straight away, and this awesome. Uh, like little little hilt almost, yeah, hilt lightsaber. Um, and I love there was a thing on Twitter. Uh, someone's uh, people saying that uh, maybe it was inspired by, and I don't know which movie, but a Seth Rogen movie, maybe Pineapple Express, where Seth Rogen is smoking uh, a cigarette, but it's got three ends to it, yep. much like this lightsaber. So I like that. That's that would be the inspiration for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm enjoying like the speculation about what's going on. Whether it's because uh, a lot of people are saying, well, it's 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 practical because it guards your hand, you know, mm. in the broadsword kind of way. But it's also, well, if he's that good, he, oh, well, presuming it's a he, he's got kind of you know slender man shoulders. He's got some. It, it, I mean, without really being, he looked very Benedict Cumberbatchy. He did. He did look very. It added some. All Michael weight. Fassbendery. I'm just saying. There, there are there are people who are speculating. Maddie, maybe it's Adam Driver. Adam Driver is in uh, the movie. Yes, very good. You um, might know from Girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if he's that good with a lightsaber, he shouldn't need those things. And blah blah blah. <laughs> and you get into these all. But I enjoy like they had to do a, a, an upgrade. That's like yeah. something badass. Well, well, and it's got to be Sith, right? Like it's the the colors pretty much correlate to yeah. whether it's so purple and red. Are all Sith, and then like the. Well, I think purple is. Um, oh, purple. That's, Actually, you're right because Mace, Mace Windu. Windu. So is it? So is it's it pretty much? Are you good or bad? Oh, I'm good. You can have any color you want, <laughs> except for red. Yeah, and so does that mean all the Sith had red? I think so. Did Emperor Palpatine even ever fight with a lightsaber? He did in the Revenge of the Sith, and that oh. was a red lightsaber. Yeah, right. They just get red. They just really like red. <laughs> wow. I don't know if they all pick red or if you're in a, a Sith like you know academy and there is one red lightsaber, there is a heck of a fight to get well, who gets that. It's um supposedly I remember reading way too much into this. It's supposedly like because there's the crystals that are meant to be in the lightsaber and it's like the frequency that they vibrate, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like if they've got a technician being like mm, not quite red enough. Like you gotta <laughs> turn turn up the hues a bit more yeah. uh, a bit more cyan in there. Um, so that's, I think uh, I think yellow. I think yellow can sometimes be a little bit dark side as well. Oh, okay. 
I have seen that before in some video game. I remember that. That jogs bells. That's cool. So, I mean, we don't, you know, we obviously still can't really infer that much. One thing I thought was really cool. um, uh, A couple of places have posted this thought. um, Was maybe it is a person who is building a lightsaber who doesn't actually know what they're doing. And the power that's being generated is so ridiculous that these little things at the end are like little exhaust bits. Uh-huh. Which, you, I, to me, I'm like, I think you've put more thought into that <laughs> than the film. That's that's a nice idea that because there's been so many people have died, there's the lost knowledge. There's no, um, in, you know, uh, like in, industrial knowledge. What do you call that when, like, in an organization... Yeah. Uh, you would you know carry on knowledge, so it's almost like because there's only one Jedi left, that's really interesting that they've had to learn again how Jedi's and how Siths operate. Yeah. So that's kind of I quite like that as a that's a nice little thing. I hope they kind of explore that a bit of like we don't know how we we only have the, the old texts and we have like there's no passed down knowledge. Mm. Um, and then of course the money shot, Millennium Falcon. Oh heavens. Holy heavens to Betsy. And I mean, it's just the Millennium Falcon for the, the first, you know, whatever it is of it. And then when, when you've got ships flying in the other way and they're shooting at the, like, oh, and the, and the score kicks in right yeah. then, there too. And there's, there's something about that score, and I, I haven't been able to put my finger on it, but it happened for the, uh, the prequels, the Star Wars prequels, and it happened for the Indiana Jones... The, the movie that never happened, you know, the uh, Indiana Jones and the bad case of the... Sequelitis. Sequelitis. The, fifth, the fourth movie? Yeah, fourth movie, which, which I was I, I kind of enjoyed what they were going for, but I don't think they quite hit the mark. Mm. But the, the trailer for that, I remember, it ends with the... Da, 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 but it's kind of like they start really big... Mm. And they forget that they only have to cover, like, the title, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And then, like, the final bit is, like, you know, the date that it comes out, like, <laughs> May, May 5th or whatever. So, it's like, da 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, like, it, it happened with the prequels. It happened with... And and in this one, I don't know how they've done it, but they bring in the, du, du, you know, the yeah, Star the, the Wars Star thing. Wars kind of du, 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 fanfare. Du. And then, like, it, it finishes, and it doesn't feel wrong. It doesn't feel like, oh, they've clipped that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really love just I was just one of the things I read on Twitter, which just would have been hilarious, is if this was the start of the trailer or even at the very end, it just would have been like, like, doom. Misa back! <laughs> Uh, you know what? Like, he didn't die at the end of uh, Sith. Oh, how amazing would it be? <laughs> you know, Jar Jar Binks just... I, I Jar Jar Binks even... is the new Sith Lord. I didn't even process this, but Jar Jar Binks, JJ, JJ Abrams, <laughs> you know? Uh, it's fun to be had there. Oh, man. Oh wow! Imagine if it was because because uh, they they scaled him back quite a bit in number two and three on purpose because mm. people hated him, uh, but he was still there, wasn't he? Like a little bit. And, and I feel I don't know if I'm going too far here. I didn't hate the first movie as much as I thought 
you know, as much as everyone else did. Mm. And perhaps it could have benefited, the second and the third could have benefited from a, a bit of leadership. You know what I'm saying? In the, in the sense of the second and the third really felt like, oh, you didn't like that first one. Okay, well, we'll pull everything back. Mm. We won't go too far. But to me, I'm like, that first one, The Phantom Menace, is that's a guy who knows what he wants to do and just get out of his way, ladies and gentlemen. Get out of his way. He's doing his thing. Yeah. By, by the second and the third, you're saying, oh, he, ooh. <laughs> he didn't seem to know what he was uh, doing with that at all. Yeah. <laughs> but he's out of the way now. And we've got J.J. Yeah. Abrams and... Uh, and all the peeps. Uh, I don't know who wrote it, actually. Was it JJ and someone else? I do know they had uh, a, a guy on there who wrote... Oh, Toys- was it? Yeah, the Toy Story guy, of course. Yeah, I don't think he... Whatever progress he made, I don't think his is the final, final draft. Oh. Um, but he was definitely in on that. Is it... I want to say Michael Arndt? It's just got... Uh, well, IMDb is just crediting JJ Abrams and Lawrence Kasdan, who I think is must oh. be the... Well, you know who Lawrence... Oh, no, he's written on... Oh, are you kidding me? You know who Lawrence Kasdan is? Yeah, he's written on... Uh... He's looking it up for me. He's written the, 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 the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The original Empire Strikes Back, mofo. And... And, oh, he's... and Return of the Jedi. There you go. Wow. But I guess they've not credited that guy. Maybe he got kicked off. Oh, that's sad. He's not credited on IMDb, but that's not the be-all and end-all of movie um, credits. Anyway. uh, What what is his name? Toy Story Story 3, he won an Oscar. I'm sure he did. We need to... Uh, Let's see. Sorry, better with this. But but while you you look that up... John Lasseter? John Lasseter, he's Pixar. He he, he is a genius. Michael Arndt. Arndt. I got there. I got there. Um, Lawrence Kasdan also did Raiders of the Lost Ark. So Lawrence Kasdan is a guy who I would I would definitely say knows what he's doing writing wise and has as more to gain from never writing another movie ever and just <laughs> just sitting back on this incredible track record that he has. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm yeah I'm tentatively excited. Yeah, awesome. Well, uh, I think we should wrap up there. Uh, and of course, we see the titles, but you know, I'm not. I'm not that excited by that. I mean, the logo and stuff is not that inspired. But I think they went back to like basics with it, which is fine. Well, the two things I'm excited about: number one, uh, the Force Awakens. I think like the the voiceover that they had, the evil Andy Circus voiceover, has made that exciting. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like a bit of a, a weak sort of title, but if it's if it, it's woven well into the film, then. Yeah, I think okay. about. I think for all you Cora fans out there, I think about <laughs> the, the airbending nation is coming back. But the the other thing that's exciting is that they're dropping the whole Star Wars episode. You know, oh, it's not going to be an ep- it's not episode seven. Yeah, so it's just Star Wars: The Force Awakens. That's it. And I, I for one, I really enjoy it. It's like going back all the way to the first one, which was just Star Wars, and that was it. A New Hope, Star Wars. A new hope. The Empire Strikes Back. A new hope. <laughs> yeah. Return of the Jedi. And, a new hope. And that was that was it. Andrew McCormack, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. I was I was just gonna say, do you remember the first time watching those movies? And like The Empire Strikes Back. I remember watching. I that. may have seen Phantom Memus. Memus. 
Phantom Menace before I saw the. I don't know. It was oh. a it was a heady time. It was a confusing time when Phantom Menace came out. But I I remember watching The Empire Strikes Back, and the first thing that happens on the screen is Star Wars with the music, and that like mm. you know that goes, and I'm like, oh, I've put in the wrong. Oh, Channel Ten are playing the wrong movie. Come on, Channel Ten. But then The Empire Strikes Back comes up in the title crawl, and you're like, well, that's an interesting. Paul, thank you so much for having me. Anthony McCormack, thanks for being on Bath Time today. Uh, where can people find you? What do you want to plug? At Tone Words uh, on Twitter or at Tone Mac on Allo. Oh. I've only got two friends. Oh. Well, let's, let's get that up to three. <laughs> let's get that up to three by the next time we talk. That is our trailer autopsy for our first ever look at Star Wars The Force Awakens. This has been Movie Autopsy. You can tweet at us, at Movie Autopsy on Twitter. Uh, If you're recommending us to friends, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, any app on your mobile that you use to listen to podcasts. Our next episode is another trailer autopsy, this time of Terminator Genesis. We'll see you then.